All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Podnem. Holiday hiatus is over. I am joined by none other than Dan, and we got a special NBA episode today. Today, we're going to be breaking down the trade between the Raptors and the Knicks that happened last week, highlighting RJ for OG Ananobi, and then we're going to go through and pick our NBA Finals bubble teams where we go through the conferences and pick a few teams, three or four teams that we think could make a run at the finals. And we're going to see what we agree on, what we disagree on. Uh, yeah. And we'll take it from there. So Dan, thanks for coming on. Uh, course, yeah, Good. let's get into it. So shock waves across the NBA last week, Raptors and Knicks. Um, I love this trade because I feel like it's so rare to just see like player for player trades nowadays, right? It's always like, a star player for like four first round picks. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this was just like, here are our two guys that we don't really like for your two guys that you don't really like, you know, it was, it's just like a old school, just player for player trade. So, um, the trade was RJ Barrett quickly and a Detroit 2024 second round pick, which is probably like the first pick in the second round, right? It's yeah, the thirty-first pro- pick, probably something um, something around there. Yeah, so it's not like nothing um, for OG Ananobi and um, Precious Achua. So, yeah. So, just kind of like zooming out before going into like the specifics for each team and the players and stuff. I let me know what you think. I I kind of feel like this was like a lateral move. For both teams, right? Like, I don't think this trade makes either team much better or worse, right? Do you agree with that? Um, I wouldn't. I'd agree to that to an extent. I, I'd like to think this makes the Knicks a little better. Just okay. off, off rip. I just think, you know, maybe with Ananobi and even Achua, off the uh, bench, I, I don't really. Achua is going to play, yeah, because the Knicks are thinking. so thin at center now. With exactly, Mitchell, no. he's going to play. R.I.P. Mitch, another season loss. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but he's so I, big for them. I think, you know, maybe Ananobi crosses off that box where, you know, they didn't need. Barrett to really score in this offense, and that's kind of what no, you know he was drafted for. I I presume, and it's like yeah, they needed a guy like Ananobi that can come in, kind of set a precedent for that defense. Granted, you know Brunson's done that. Mitch obviously has done that. Hartenstein has done that to an extent this year too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just gives that defense first type of mentality that. You know, I don't know what his like advanced metrics are, uh, Ananobi, but I always just have this notion that he's a defensive guy. He guards mm-hmm. the best player. Three and D. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I agree with a lot of that. But I think because I want to go into sort of like the perspectives of, of each team, like the Knicks perspective and the Raptors perspective and the players involved, like specifically, because there is a lot to break down in this and like a lot of moving parts, I feel like. Yeah. But just like in general, I feel like this trade to me was more about like fit and like contract situations, right? So 
RJ and quickly, I mean, the Knicks are so guard heavy with Brunson, Grimes, DiVincenzo, Hart, like quickly wasn't playing as many minutes as he was last year. And he was second in six man. So it's like, you know how Tibbs is like when you're on like his shit list, like (laughs) you're on his shit list, like you're not playing. Right. And same for RJ, right. RJ was getting benched in crunch time. He wasn't even playing in crunch time. And his minutes are down from last year too. So it for the Knicks, it's like it's two players that I feel like they don't really see kind of in their future a little redundant, right? Um, That's why. That they just don't really need anymore. And for uh, for the Raptors, um, okay, let's let's talk about the Raptors here. So the yeah. Raptors, <laughs> remember how upset we were last year that we thought they were going to blow it up and like sell and they, they bought yeah. instead and they traded for, um, Yaka Pertle, yeah. Right. So I feel like this team has been kind of like facing a rebuild for like a few years now, but they're just reluctant to actually like yeah. go all in on the rebuild, which is why this trade kind of shocked me in the sense that there were no real picks involved. Like if the Raptors were going to like rebuild, right? You would think they would trade OG and Anobi for like three first round picks, right? That was always the asking price was like yeah. three firsts and whatever, right? But you get one second round pick and and two players. So what that tells me is is the Raptors still don't think that they need to sort of rebuild, right? They're kind of just like reconstructing the roster a little bit. Do, do you agree with I that? Would, I 100% agree. I was gonna say you know they almost refuse to adhere to this you know the the nba media you know everybody's been talking about like the raptors rebuild for what two years now and it's like oh she's been on the trade block for three years he's like the name that's always floating around yeah exactly and they refuse to go down that hole and it's like you know they're only (laughs) they're almost just you know, it's inevitable, I think, that they're going to eventually rebuild. But yeah. every year they keep pushing it off. And, you know, they still it, have, they still now have a core. As much as I hate to say how good Scotty Barnes has been, he's part of their core now. Yeah. Siakam's probably there for a while. And now you bring. You think so? I think I, Siakam's next. Because you I think so? I don't think RJ and Siaka make sense on the same team. That I I think they do. A how is that any things. different than Barrett and Randall? You know, the, the thing is, neither of them can shoot. To your point, hundred percent. Right? It's, it's Randall Barrett and Siaka. It doesn't make but sense. Going to your point, I don't expect anything from this Raptors team. That's why their front office. Going to your point of, I know. I just think they're so staunch in there what like we can probably figure out a way to be the ninth or tenth seed and, yeah they're they're like, they're stubborn like yeah. Masai Ujiri is so stubborn like I said I I think everyone kind of knows this team needs to sort of rebuild and they're kind of just making these lateral moves like I said where they're not really going all in on a rebuild they're kind of just like doing these little moves around the edges that doesn't really make them any better or worse. So like last year they let Van Fleet walk for nothing. He was a free agent and they let him walk for nothing. OG Ananobi's a, a restricted free agent after last year. So this time they learned their lesson and they traded they traded him because yeah, they know he's going to walk and he's not going to come back. Yeah. 
but you're not, but, but like I said, you're not getting any picks and you're now you're getting players, RJ, who's under contract for a few years now. The contract's yeah. not terrible, but no, who knows? It's, 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 it's not terrible, but you know, these NBA contracts and quickly, who is a restricted free agent after this year, who I, I'm guessing they're going to resign, right? The Raptors. Well, yeah, so I'm actually going to hit... Yeah, well, I guess we'll get to it. I was going to ask... Yeah, if they sign him, are they going to give him a contract where it's like, take the reins. Like, here's... Get 25 yeah. a night. Get 20, 25 a night, and you're our guy with Barnes and that, someone else. Yeah. Like, that's, that's kind of That's putting a lot thought. of faith in... Quickly. I mean, you're asking a guy... And I like quickly a lot, um, but you're asking a guy who is a six man who primarily plays with the second unit. He did start a bunch of games for New York, but a six man, and you're kind of giving him the car keys to to be the starting point guard now and run the team. Like, is that? Right. I don't know if I ever thought of quickly that way. I'm not saying he can't run an offense and be a starting point guard for them, but. I mean, the Knicks obviously didn't think he could do that. No, that's so. A, yeah. I guess the Raptors. I mean, I know Schroeder was there, and uh, I think he's benched now. So I guess they're putting a lot of faith in quickly to do that, and I guess that's why you make the trade, and they're gonna give him. That, I don't know, probably like a hundred million. I what I'm assuming yeah. something like that. Probably be like five years, hundred million or something would be my guess. Yeah, that's the um, thing. I don't know what that ceiling could be. Like, I just never know if they're gonna give him a bag, bag like up like high twenties on some. I, I don't. Yeah, I. It's hard. Well, I, like you said, this move. I think is he'll just get. A, I think he'll probably get like twenty million a year. Would be my like best guess. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Five for a hundred could could be less. Like it yeah. could be two, three years, eighteen or something million a year, something like that. It's but just to your point, it's like I really didn't see like the reason to do that player for player swap if you're the Raptors. No, yeah, you, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Because that made no I, sense to me. Exactly, which, which it just kind of confirms like our Raptors are stubborn theory because. Like, why make it, like I said, it's just a lot, like, why make a trade like that? I would have asked for three first round picks from like OKC or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. One of those teams of the Pelicans, one of those teams that just has like an infinite amount of first round picks and just gotten like four of them. Yeah. Right. No. So, yeah, it doesn't, I, it doesn't really make sense to me why they traded for what they did. I it makes sense that they, they traded Ananobi. It doesn't make sense for kind of what they got back to me. Right. Like unless yeah. they, well they think they <laughs> unless they think highly of RJ, they think there's there's like meat on no. the bone for him to be legit. We've watched yeah. obviously with we've watched so much RJ since he came in and it's like Yeah, I think that's a good segue to to the Knicks side of this now. So Yeah. For the Knicks side of this, I like this deal for the Knicks. Um, I thought the team, like I said before, was just kind of a little redundant with with RJ and, and Randall. I mean, yeah. like RJ all of a sudden just can't shoot a lick. 
So him and yep. and uh, Randall are kind of just essentially almost Why? the same player, just kind of like drive to the hoop. They offer no spacing. They can't shoot. Liability. They clog the lane and yep. they don't pass the ball. They're not pl- they're ball stoppers. Like it really doesn't make sense to have both of them now on the same team. And with with RJ, I think it's been an up and down kind of tenure for him on the Knicks, right? I feel like the Knicks and the fans really had kind of a love hate relationship with oh him. And I gosh, think, yeah. I think a change of scenery could bode really well for him because I just don't think that he was in the Knicks plans for the future. And and now, like I said, he's playing less minutes. He's not playing crunch time. Everything was just kind of adding up for him to get moved. Right. Yep. And he got, at least he's, I thought back, it was time. he's back in Canada. Or whatever yeah, that's worth. May, yeah, so, so maybe, maybe it's a good fit, you know? Yeah. I think but, a change of scenery for him could maybe do his career uh, wonders, potentially. Yeah. Now, um, to your point, I, I agree with you. I think it definitely helps the Knicks more so than it helps the Raptors, or hurts the Raptors, you know? Because yeah. uh, Ananobi, I mean, you now have someone that can, at least statistically speaking, like, he can hit open shots. Like he can yeah. space the. Fl- he can basically. Oh, he's space a much better floor. shooter than RJ. Yeah, exactly. Three point so shoot. I yeah. think that'll help with a healthy Brunson. Like I think, you know, you're edging towards that, you know, relative ceiling for Ananobi <laughs> as long as his defense continues to, you know, yeah. be the star of his uh, performance every night. Um. Yeah, it was just definitely redundant having that starting five for the Knicks, you know, hopefully now maybe because Randall's still going to get his, whether the Knicks like it or not, he's going to take his 20 some odd shots. It's just a matter of those extra shots that go to Grimes, DiVincenzo, Hart. Are they going to be able to do more than what RJ did with that same, you know, Shot percentage, I guess. Shot, mm-hmm. you know, attempts. That was the word I was looking for. It's yeah. like that. That's what it's going to come down to. Yeah, I think. I, I think OG can probably, like OG's not the same offensive player as RJ. I think RJ, just on a straight up talent basis, is a more talented offensive player. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. One hundred percent. But he's just so in. I mean, he's just a wild card. You never know what you're going to get from him on a night to night basis. Like, yeah, he's like a his season that... average. I think is 18. He can give you 25. He can give you like nine. Yeah, you know, it's just like so. And his shooting is so inconsistent, especially from three. I think OG kind of gives them a more reliable, um, offensive option, even if it's not like if the ceiling isn't as high as RJ's, and if you have such ball dominant guys like Randall and Brunson, who are like you said, are going to get theirs, then maybe you don't even need someone like an RJ taking up another 18 shots a game. Right. No, like maybe OG is just a better fit for them. Uh, you know, reliable three point shooter, three and D. And I think he just kind of like gives this team a little like makeover. I really feel like this team just kind of needed, you know, just to shake things up a little bit. And I, uh, I think OG will be good for them. They were already a pretty good defensive team before this trade, and I think this makes them even better. And, you know, if 
OG being there kind of opens up more shots for, like you said, Hart or DiVincenzo, and then obviously your two main stars. I don't see how that's necessarily a bad thing. Exactly. Um, the one thing that is going to be interesting to me for the Knicks is like quickly was a really big punch for them off the bench. It's yeah. like, where are you getting that production from now? You so know, what, so you think what, their bench is really going to struggle now? I, to your point, it's like, yeah, I don't know where that, because I don't know what quickly was getting off the bench for them. Because their lineup now is what? It's Brunson. Who's getting the start now? Because Brunson, Randall, uh, Brunson, DiVincenzo has been starting over Quentin okay. Grimes lately, who's also okay. been benched. So it's it's Brunson, Grimes, OG, Randall, and Hartenstein. Um, I guess Hartenstein. Or? Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, Jericho Sims. It's Hartenstein, right? It was Mitch. Yeah, Hartenstein. So, yeah. I mean, so now. You know, you have that. Hart. So quickly average 15 points a game so far this year. Okay, that's a, that's a, like you called it, that's a punch off the bench that you can just rely yeah. on. So it's like, so, you, I, just off, off the bat, it just sounds like that's going to be tough for them to fill that void yeah. off the bench. Mm-hmm. You, I just don't know if they have a guy like quickly. You know, we're talking like quickly is like amazing, but he just filled that role off the bench. You know, you brought it up. He was a, could have been a six man last year. And it's like, he, you need that type of score off the bench to win, especially in the playoffs, that consistent score. Mm -hmm. And to your point, I don't know if they have that guy right now. They certainly could in Grimes or, you know, whoever comes off the bench between Hart, DiVincenzo, and Grimes. Like, those three, essentially. Yeah. Like, we'll see. Because none of them are really quickly s with the no. ball. You know? Not at all. None of those three. They're, like, they're if you all... look at their bench guards, like I said, it's Hart, Grimes, um, McBride. That's none of those yeah, guys like, are the offensive players guy. that is yeah, the I'm offensive not... player that quickly is. Grimes got benched because he's literally a zero on offense for them and they couldn't play four on five anymore. I mean, that guy is, I don't know if it's like the system or tips or what, but I mean, you watch the Knicks and when he was starting a lot of games, he, he would just sit in the, he like was the most uninvolved player in the league. Yeah. He literally just sat in the corner and and did nothing. And when he did get the ball and when he did shoot, he wouldn't make it. Exactly. So he was like a legit zero. So Tibbs had no choice but to bench him. So to kind of think that now Grimes can step up in this elevated bench role. You'd like, argue he has I, a bigger I, I, no, role. He has a bigger role now, and I don't know if he's ready yeah, for that. Yeah, and I don't think he can fill it. Like yeah. Hart, is, Hart is fine. Obviously, yeah. he's not the offensive player quickly as too. So all in all, I think this trade hurts their bench, which makes me think that there's probably another move to be made for them. Like, can you go mm-hmm. out and get... I don't know, Jordan Clarkson or, or Brogdon or yeah. something, right? Brogdon is like... Um, I think yeah. there are guys like that that are going to be available come February. That's a so, good point. They like Yeah, I don't think the Knicks are, are done because as the bench stands right now, I think they need an extra piece. Definitely. 
You know, they can... Because yeah. what, what's his name? Up? Sam Presti. He's been like, mm-hmm. honestly, just a good move. A good move to keep their... Like, they're still young enough where, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, you can go out and make a move and not lose too much. Like, yeah. like you have guys to give up if you wanted to make that Brogdon trade to Portland or... I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of other guys that would fit, like, fill that need. Like, I don't know who's on. I don't know because I feel like I'm just I'm going through like now. It's tough because that is like going around the league too. Like, not to go off top too much. It's like that's a position that is so low-key necessary for a good team that yeah instant offense off the bench for 10 yeah. to 20 minutes you just know? like a heat check kind of exactly. yeah off the bench clarkson, heat check that, guy clarkson was that yeah, exactly clarkson brogdon um it, norm. norman powell which i don't yeah. think the clippers norm, would dude. trade though but yeah like guys like that um are big especially in the playoffs so we'll see um yeah, anything else you want to add or on this? No, I mean, I think Raptor side, I'm very curious what they do with quickly, you know, what that is. Because it seems like RJ's, you know, he's gonna be there. It's really the quickly move. What are they gonna do? Yeah. Are they gonna really trust him? Then on the Knicks side, I I agree entirely. It's they got the better deal, whether the Knicks fans who were crying about rj like it or not it's like one of those things it's like he was a nick you're gonna get over him i think yeah there are uh, most of them were already over him (laughs) when he was on the team so yeah i i think i i'm i'm very curious to see kind of where the knicks go from here because as it stands right now they are the eight seed they're 18 and 15 and they're the eight seed so does this kind of elevate them and maybe they can get, you know, to that like four, five, six range, avoid the plan and stuff, or yeah. are they just kind of going to be like middle of the pack plan? Because I think this team is sort of at a crossroads now. Um, so it'll be interesting to see like how much this trade helps them or if their season just kind of goes in the wrong direction. I, it, it's a coin flip to me. I, I really don't know. I, it, this like, Knicks lo- team has been really just sort of up and down, confusing this year, and in a weak conference too. I mean, it oh, yeah. it, it's yeah. tough. No, to, to your point, it's I naturally want to think this will help them. You know, push to that. Me too. I don't know, four yeah. or five. Four or five is tough. Like, can you get six? Avoid the yeah, play. That's what I'm saying. Maybe six. I like that's their. I would say that's their goal right now. Get to that yeah. sixth spot and try to pick off that three seed, whoever that may be. Who right now? What is it? The Sixers? I think it's the Bucks or the, the Sixers. Bucks. Yeah. Good luck. So, I mean, we'll see. But to your other point, it's like it could just blow up in their face, and they'll, you know, because I don't think their offense, you know, is that good right now. Right? That's their, no. It's not there. They're forte. So no, they're uh I have it up here actually. They are 
Eh, they're ninth in offensive rating. So they're, they're okay, but their three point shooting is so sporadic and it just like eye test wise, like you watch the Knicks and it can just feel so Jalen Brunson dependent sometimes. And like, just no one else has it going. And our, and, uh, Julius Randle's like got the worst shot selection like that makes you want to yeah. tear your your hair out. You know what I mean? It's just it can look really sluggish and ugly a lot of times. And I so, always hate I always hate bringing it up, bringing it up, but it's just part of the NBA. You know, Jalen Brunson misses ten games. It's tough for me to see the Knicks go. You know anything but yeah. like three and seven in those games? No, they just hundred percent. They need him. They desperately More than need him. Anything yeah. to be healthy. Yeah. So yeah. you gotta bake 100%. that in, I always think. Yep. For a team like that, that just he's so dependent. The Knicks are so dependent on him for <laughs> you know success. And mm-hmm. it's obvious after last year. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Um I think I'm good. Yeah, no, anything I think else? I, no, I'm, yeah, I'm I think we covered a lot for that. Um, all right, so we'll see where both teams uh, go from here. All right, let's move on. Now we are going to pick our sort of finals bubble team. So, you know, teams that we think in each conference have a legit shot to make the finals. Um, you want to start in the West or the East? Uh, let's do Let's do the East to start. Okay. And then we'll, um, I, I think the West is. Do you like, have like teams in mind or do you want me to kind of name list mine out and then you either agree or disagree and add a team? I'm down, I'm down for that. I feel like maybe in the East will be a little more similar, but I'll, I'm down for that. Like what list out who I have and then. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. First team I have is the Celtics. Um, second team is the Bucks. Third team, I hate to do it, but I there's just no denying it anymore. The Heat. I think you have to take the Heat seriously. Um I and know, fourth, just... I I don't I don't love it, but I have the Sixers as the fourth team. Um so yeah, those are the teams in the East that I legit think can make the finals. Um where do you want to start? Do you agree with those four teams? I, I, I agree entirely. It pains me. The only other team I was going to bring up was yeah, maybe, maybe the, magic. the Magic. Yeah, the Magic. Yeah. That's the only other I was other thinking team. about that. But I think the Heat, you're like, I definitely want to chop Heat because that's one yeah. that I don't think anybody wants, but they're inevitable <laughs> at this point. That yeah, squad it's it's just... just blows my mind how they figured out. They actually. Who do they, they play the uh, Lakers tonight, right? Later. Do they? I think, I think so. See, either they, they have a West Coast game, I know. Oh, okay. They play maybe the Kings. They play the Lakers. But it's, they're there. They're, what are they, fifth? Fourth. Yeah. They're yeah. 19 and 15 right now. So, like, stay on that pace, especially in the East, where it's like, soft as anything yeah it's just this team like they don't go away it doesn't matter who's on the team who leaves like 
no Gabe Vincent, no Max Struess. It doesn't matter because they, Jaime Jaquez is just like a diamond in the rough. It, the Heat always do this. He's like late first round picks just like they just nail them like this guy's just a legit water there like yeah really i mean he's powers were zapped from gabe vincent and (laughs) when they left like i mean like like, it's unbelievable how these just like it's crazy just comes right in and he fits right in and i mean they make the finals last year as an eight seed that nobody saw coming the year before that uh, they were in the Eastern conference finals. Um, so it's just a team that I know is going to be around and just be a thorn in everyone's side, especially the Celtics. Okay. I'm personally as a Celtics fan am most afraid of the heat because they just, they always just give us trouble every yep. year. This team is just like the biggest pain in the ass. They're tough. Butler just, you know, kicks it up to a different level in the playoffs. He takes the entire regular season off. off, Doesn't give a crap. No, that's kicks it up in the playoffs. That's the worst part. It's just he He does it intentionally. He knows exactly what he's doing. They all know. Plays like 60 games, puts up like 20 points a game, like barely tries. Modest, modest stats. And And then kicks it. Yeah, and then come playoff time, they're all ramped up, ready to go. They play tough defense. You know, Spolster's a great coach. Like, the no names are shooting forty to fifty percent from three. When when Duncan Robinson, who was just left for dead, is all of a sudden good again. I mean, this team just doesn't go away. They're zombies. The the zombie Heat. Like, so they're definitely a finals team to me in the East. I wouldn't be shocked at all if they end up like in the Eastern Conference Finals at the very least. No, uh, not, not that we just seen they just it. find a way. Um, t- yeah, similarly, yeah, what were you to say? segue segue into another East team. I think is on that inevitable type of run is the Sixers. As much as I hate to say it, they kind of. I'm gonna are... I'm gonna disagree with you. There. All right, let's. I'm down. No, well, no, make your point. My if Embiid's gonna be healthy. And continue to kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say he's ascending, but he's just, he's continuing to prove, I mean, you know me, I don't like Embiid. I think yeah. come playoff time, it's always, he's falling and he's <laughs> yeah. made of paper and he's Flopping going like a know, fish out of water. He's yeah. going like nine for 30 in the biggest game of his life. I think losing yeah. Harden, yeah, <laughs> I think losing Harden, if we're just talking playoff now, like if we're going to just make the assumption that these four teams we're talking about are going to be the top four to some extent, come playoff time, I think they are much better equipped with this team chemistry-wise without Harden. I think they're way better off going into the playoffs this year with this squad. That's my, that's my gauge, just watching them this year. Like, you know, Toby... <laughs> Again, he's not going to do anything that's going to set him apart from a star. He's not a star. like, mm-hmm. But he is a guy that you need on this playoff-type roster, along with an Embiid and now Maxi, who's clearly ascended. I think mm-hmm. you put those three together, you have a guy like, I can't, I 
I'm bringing him up because he does make a difference. Kelly Oubre has made yeah. a difference in the squad. Like, yeah, I, I think they're just more prepared for a finals run than they were last year. I don't know if okay. it's all because of no Harden, but I think that's a part of it. Yeah, I think Nurse Nurse I, is a better coach too. A hundred percent, hundred percent. So, I think the two things I agree with you on there are. I think Nurse is a better coach and has his team more well equipped for playoff success, and the chemistry is better with Harden gone, for sure. Yeah. My pushback is one. I don't think there's a superstar I trust least in the NBA other than Joel Embiid. Like like you said, biggest game of the of his life. He's going to go nine for like 27, <laughs> yeah. right? It's just, no, I, he, he's really starting to build a reputation as someone who folds in the playoffs. I mean, there's a big enough sample size now where I feel like you can say that, you know, yeah. justifiably. Um, I don't trust him whatsoever in the playoffs, whether it's he's hurt or he's just playing bad or he quits like he did last year in game seven versus oh Celtics. God. Like, I just don't trust was, him come yeah. the playoffs. I don't. Number two is... The Sixers, to me, are still like a a guy short. Um, I know Maxi's ascended this year, and Embiid's obviously having another MVP season. But like, I don't trust guys like Nick Batum and and Melton and and Ubre come playoff time. You know, I like yeah. You know who I trust? I trust Jason Tatum and Derek White and Drew Holiday and Kristaps Porzingis. You know what I mean? I don't. Yeah. I trust. A half a guy on the Sixers, maybe Maxi. Like I don't trust Embiid. I don't trust Batum. I don't yeah. trust any of those guys. Like, it, no, that's. I, I I don't think that they they haven't fair. shown that's me anything that fair. they can actually make a legit finals run. The chemistry might be better, yeah, but other than that, this team just kind of feels like a guy short to me, and I think the Sixers should probably go after like a Siakam or Levine at the deadline. Um, because I think as this team stands now, I I don't think they can make the finals. I don't. Um, yeah. I think if they back their way, so to your, so to rebut your point about having that like guy, like, I feel like the heat last year was a good litmus test for not needing multiple guys. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, you had, again, all these just... It makes me sick, like, thinking about that Heat team last year because they didn't have But guys. Jimmy Butler was playing on just, like, a different level. Right, and my... Like, Embiid's what, not... What, if Embiid doesn't do that, they have no shot. Right, and I, my my point is that I think he can. Like... That's not saying a lot because he hasn't, but he has his coach now. It's like now or never. We thought that last year, but now it's like now or never, I yeah. think, with with this Embiid team. But like, you made good points. I mean, it's like you, you can't trust Nick Batum to like, do like, anything. It, like Exactly. Like, look at what – look at the tear that Jokic went on last year in the playoffs was oh. unequivocally the best player in the playoffs, was just 
was just tearing through teams, just like an all-time playoff yeah. run from yeah. him. Yeah, historic, like you said. Can Embiid do that? I don't think I so. I think he has He can't the get seat. even past the second round. No, I know, but the thing is you see, and I know, oh my God, like I'm sure people will say it's like, you can't bring up the regular season, but he shows it that he can. I know he but... can put the Sixers on his back and get 40, 15, and nine or whatever. And I know, do but that. he but... does. He historically doesn't do that plump come playoff time, which is why I'm so cold on them as like a final scene because right. he's not a good. All of his numbers dip in the playoffs: points, rebounds, field goal percent. Everything dips come playoff time. So. He kind of folds when the lights shine brightest and you can't have that from your best player. Like your superstars, you know, rise to the occasion in the playoffs when the lights are the brightest, they don't, you know, fold and Embiid has yet to do that. And like I said, I I, Maxi is great. Um, He's having an awesome season, but if Embiid's not giving you like those MVP type nights, like, I don't know. Is Maxi good enough to carry a team to a win? No, maybe a win, maybe a single game, not yeah, a playoff you, series. To, to your point, it's like they got a half a player basically that they can rely on. I trust half a player on the team. Yeah. One full player, half a Embiid and half a Maxi, just because he's so young and hasn't really proven that yet. So I trust yeah. one full player on the Sixers. <laughs> Otherwise, like, yeah. So no, that's a, that's I, a good. I, they're in the bubble, but like. Barely, like they're halfway in, halfway out for me. I just, I, I'm, I always try to be optimistic about some of these picks. Like, I, it's just, again, he, I genuinely think he has that ceiling, not Jokic ceiling, but that ceiling <laughs> to take over like a yeah. couple games and 100 you know, put the put them up two one or something just off no, of his back, yeah. and it's like that's he, that's what he I'm totally thinking. can. It's just yeah. a matter of like. Can you? Can, will he? Can you trust it? No, you say, "Hey, Embiid, it's Game Seven. We need you to give us forty and 20. I mean, what happened or, in that Game Seven? Quite and, literally he quit, flopped. and he, he was quit. horrible. Shot like three of what was it? Three of like fifty. I mean, he was just absolutely One pathetic of the worst games. in yeah. the biggest game of the season, <laughs> Game Seven. Do yeah. or die. They had a three-two lead in that series, and Dude, he couldn't have come up smaller. Hey man, like so it's circ- like circus music. Like that was yeah, the worst so, thing that clown. could have happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the Sixers. They're halfway in, halfway out for me, but I think you're a little higher on them than I am. Okay. Yeah. Then the next two teams are Boston and Milwaukee. Um, I feel like Boston's a given. Is there anything you want to say about Boston? I mean, I think this is the prohibited uh, title favorite. If Porzingis is healthy, can we both agree on yeah. that? I, I, Totally agree. We've seen the only thing I'm worried about, and we talk about this all the time, is just two things, I guess. It's and they're they're kind of connected. One is Joe Missoula, and two is their three point shooting. Just the way they can just chuck up threes like they're going out of style. I mean, it's infuriating. Um, eighteen eighteen for forty nine from three or something. You're like, yeah, yeah, that's why they fucking lost. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, we saw it, and and we saw it last year in the playoffs in that Heat series. They couldn't make a three point shot the entire series, and they suffered because of it. Because this team is so, the offense is so oriented around three point shooting. They 
They make the most threes per game, but they also shoot the most threes per game. So when those threes aren't falling, their offense can look really bad, just just bad no, at times when those threes low, aren't falling. Low floor, so, high ceiling offense, yeah. which is never something you really want. The thing is they do have guys that are at least consistent to an extent when, when they are... Uh, you know, even thinking about it now, it's like we just we know the Celtics for what they are, and it's it's always at least the past three years now. It's like it's cha- it's championship or bust. And there's just every every year now. It's like there's more challenges. Last year, we thought there was n- nothing really overtly challenging outside of the Bucks, and we were rudely awake like interrupted yep. by this heat team yeah so it's like you don't know what's going to happen in this playoff that's going to hurt this you know pretty obvious i would say to an extent eastern conference finals favorites you know yeah. because they look it's, good when they're good now when I, Corey, oh my this god is, this is this is the best team that they've Stapps, had in this sort of yeah this oh is 100 the best team they've had uh so far in terms of like this JB and uh, JT sort of um, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah. Duo. Um, so yeah, Porzingis is incredible. I mean, Derek, Derek White, White is too. incredible. Yeah. Just, it's crazy. That's um, your guy. That's like, they he's, have, he's, yeah, they, take, he's taken that role and just ran with it. Ran like, with it. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Um, I think they undoubtedly have the best, um, top six in the league in terms of their starting five and then um whoever it is coming off the bench so like um why am i freezing up right now horford or uh yeah horford right horford yeah they have a couple like, so their guys top, like their top six i think is undoubtedly the best in the league um so yeah like i said it, i think my only concerns are like Missoula and the three point shooting, then obviously Porzingis's health, right? I mean, yeah. I don't think this team is a finals contender if he's not there. Uh, totally, I don't agree. think that's yeah. I don't so think that's only, a shock to so anyone. So I'll say, just to push back, maybe not totally agree. Like to your point about their shooting, their like their ceiling on offense is absurd when they're hitting you know close to forty five, fifty percent of their threes. And it's like, if you have Derek White coming in, I guess less Derek White. If Horford can hit that 35% from three and just kind of plug the middle, because he's kind of becoming a liability. Like he's, it was inevitable. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If Porzingis isn't there, they, they don't, they're not a finals contender because Horford well, just, he's, he can't he's fill the, that role anymore. He's the Embiid kryptonite. Did you see him? Too. You remember him last year? He, he couldn't shoot eight. a lick. He couldn't. He couldn't hit a couldn't three. Couldn't guard a lick. He gave them nothing on offense. On. Yeah, yeah, it was. He was. He was bad last year in the playoffs. No, it, I and, mean Horford and, just gives them. I mean Porzingis just gives them an entirely different look. Like Horford is not at the stage in his career anymore where he can play thirty-five minutes a game and start. He just. He just the can't. Celtics are also going to have to get. A guy like I don't know if he'll even be on their playoff roster, but the guy they got, um, Quita, Quita, yeah, he plays yeah, about Kida, he plays like yeah. ten fifteen a mm-hmm. game, and he's just that blue collar post guy you need 
for yeah. a team like the Sixers, like the Heat, I guess, with Bam to an extent. Yeah. So having those guys perform at their highest level come playoffs is essential. Because I like, yeah. I thought that was a good pickup just to plug that middle. Because you, like They're, you said, you can't trust Horford at this point. No, I actually like their their center depth with obviously Porzingis, Horford, Kita, and Luke Cornett. I mean, yeah, Cornett. That, that's fine to me. I mean, I'm, how I'm many? Down. Those are all that like deep. quality. Yeah, I don't bigs. know who has a like. Just thinking about even the top four we're talking about. I don't think there's another. I don't. The Heat aren't that deep. The Bucks, I don't think, are that deep. Maybe they're close. No. I would say mm. they got Brooke. They still have Bobby Portis. Their bench is horrible. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't call them deep. I think they're they're top. I'm just heavy. talking about the the big center position. Yeah. Okay. That's like so. Like thing. the. Oh, oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so like Brooke and Bobby and is Robin Lopez still there too? Yeah, I mean, at that point, it's like Robin yeah. Lopez or Luke Cornett. Like, I'm not gonna. Yeah, but I, so, yeah, I, they they are deep, and I just hope they can. Again, I just hope Porzi stays healthy. That's really it. Yeah, I mean, this entire season is contingent upon Porzingis being healthy. I don't think that's yep. an overstatement. Uh, and then the other because to me, and, if Porzingis is healthy, then JT. this team is going to the finals. They're going yeah. to the finals. Um, they're they're I, incredible for the most part. Except yeah. when they shoot thirteen percent from and they three, got, they got to uh, play well in big games, which yeah. they they did, and then they also didn't last year. They got yeah, oh my god, yeah. like um, stomach hurting. Jalen Brown specifically needs to sort of uh, make up for his playoff foibles last year. Like, the game, game seven against the Heat, just like yeah. physically, just yeah. So he's but. someone that uh, needs some redemption this year. But okay, yeah. Pretty much all in agreement on the Celtics. Yeah. Last one here was the Bucks. Um, I don't really have much to say about the Bucks. I I think they're starting to look scarier now that Middleton is kind of like coming back into form. Middleton's actually looked pretty. He looks like he's like eighty five percent back to what he was. He's not the yeah. same defensive player anymore. But I think offensively, he's he's almost like back to form. He's wearing um, a couple different hats now, too. I see he's like kind of facilitating in some uh, yeah. some lineups where Dame will become just more of a scorer. And yeah. like Middleton's essentially running that offense to him yeah. and Giannis. And I think that's Which is scary. why the team scares me. I think like they have yeah. a lot of looks and then especially come, you know, crunch time, like Dame is one of the better sort of clutch crunch time yeah. players in the league these past Dame, whatever Dame you want to call it five years Dennis. yeah so they're definitely scary to me their yeah. defense is also worrisome to me they don't play i mean uh, their backcourt of malik beasley and dame might be the worst defensive backcourt in the i mean from um yeah no backcourt yeah it might be the worst defensive backcourt <laughs> in Just, the league i mean going from drew to that group yeah drew i know to dame and malik beasley i mean that's talk another, about so, it <laughs> yeah i think that's, so that's the, worrisome to me yeah if you're a Bucks sure. fan you're you're just you're talking about the offense because it like malik beasley's playing well too in that offense but mm-hmm. they're gonna need to win games you know 130 to 120 something yep. like that where it's like you exactly. gotta just out shoot the other team and just out play 
have Dame. I mean, they are um they're twenty first in defensive rating. I mean, this is a team that has Giannis Gosh. and and Brooke Lopez both. Giannis like, is a deep boy, and Brooke was like second in deep. These are you know like, all defensive what bad te- guys. What bad team is ahead of them right now? For like an example, uh, like who's like slightly the Trailblazers. Ahead. Oh my god. The See, Bulls like, have a higher defensive rating. I mean, that's crazy, right? Oh my god. That is I it that's what's that, worrisome to me. It's like it doesn't make sense because Middleton, Giannis, and Brooke Lopez are all above average defenders. Yeah. But they're just not their defense is just so out of sorts now. And oh, they can get they're cooked. also they're not very deep too. That's my other concern with them is their bench is very thin. Um Yeah, I so saw like I don't know what to their make bench, of- their best bench player is like Pat Connaughton, I think. Connaughton, Bo- eh, Bobby Portis, I guess is I guess Bo- is the best. They've been using but, Bochamp a lot too. Yeah, he's I just like Bochamp, young. but I do too. Yeah. I just don't know if he's gonna make an ascension this That's year. That's what I'm saying. I don't trust their bench like whatsoever. Like this team, kind of like once that bench unit comes in in the playoffs, like that might be you know their ten point lead erases <laughs> to them being yeah. down by two. You know, yeah, like that kind of swing momentum swing, which like worries me. Um, but we saw it against the Heat last year. Again, it was a different team. I'm not even gonna actually. Bring, yeah, I I don't even think it's fair to bring up the Bucks team of last year because it's such a different team this year. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I don't think it's a fair comparison either. So, I they're in my finals bubble for sure, but they definitely have their concerns. Um, quickly before we move on to the West, let me know how you feel. If I had to rank these teams. In terms of their likelihood of making the finals, I would go Celtics one, Heat two. I figured, yeah. Bucks three, Sixers four. I would. I, I'm going to disagree. I would say Celtics. I'd probably go Bucks two. I'd go okay. Bucks. Just I think they're. Yeah, I definitely. I'd go Bucks Heat than Sixers. Okay. But I don't think there's a large I don't know if you'd agree, but there's not a large difference between the two and the four. I think the Celtics right now are best equipped for the playoffs. And then you have the Bucks, Heat, and Sixers all in that realm. Yeah. I know you said like the Sixers are a little like are definitely your fourth. Definitely. Where I think it's maybe the gap between the Celtics and this the next best team is much larger than like the gap between the, the bucks two, three, and the four. Yeah, 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 100%. I definitely agree yeah. with that. Really quickly before we go on to the West now, is do you think there's any chance that teams like the Magic or Cavs, who we oh, haven't talked Cavs about, are, or the yeah. like any chance those teams get it together? They certainly can't. The Cavs is tough because they're missing, like, they're missing their core, and it's tough. It's to, not looking good. Because they're going to keep. I think they're going to keep playing 500 ball. And unless they do something like the Heat did, it's tough for me to put them in that top category now. Like right now, January 3rd. It's like, mm-hmm. it's so tough to put them in that. Whereas the Magic, yeah. they're deep. That's the only team I would talk about. They're deep. They But they're are, young. And they are scrappy on defense. Yeah. They slow really games down to a grinding halt. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have no true, like, one. You could argue it's Bancari. You can argue it's Wagner. 
that's my take like mm-hmm. they they i think they are prepared for the playoffs i just think they're outside that top four we've discussed i think i definitely agree with that um I think the Cavs are in are in trouble and Mobley's been out for like over a month now. He's going to miss another, I think two months. So that's not good. Yeah. I mean, they're a team that could, they could definitely trade Mitchell by the deadline. Um, so I don't really trust this team at all anymore. Out of those kind of middle of the pack teams, I, I think I would agree with you in saying the magic are kind of the next team in that sort of group that has a chance because to me, the Magic, Pacers, Cavs, Knicks, I mean, I don't really like any of those teams more like the Pacers than... Are, the Pacers are the exact opposite of the Magic, where it's like... Yeah. They, have, they get the shot up with 21 seconds on the clock. Like, <laughs> yeah. they're just... They're going to have to outrun teams if they're going to actually stick to... What are they? Do you have it up right now, the standings? What, their record? Yeah, just where they are right now. They're, the Pacers? Yeah. They're in six. They're 18 and okay, 14. Six. So it's like, you know, if they're going to play the heat or the, that's tough because you're no. going to need a yeah. heat. Like it, it's just tough to think about that matchup for a Pacers team that. I don't think any no of those defense. teams have a shot like, to make the finals. But if I had to pick one, I think it would be the, the magic. Um, yeah. because I'm really not liking where the Pacers, Cavs, or Knicks are at all right now. Um, no, it's the the Knicks too. It's like I'd love to see them figure it out. It's we just talked about why they technically can't. They they don't have a bench right now that's yeah. proven. And as so. they, it stands, though the eight seed, they would play the Celtics in the first round. I mean, you know, and the I'm Magic would play as the standings I'm, right I'm a, now. The Magic would play the Heat, which I think. Would also be tough, but I mean, the Magic would have a much better chance of winning that series than the Knicks do the Celtics, I think. But, all right. So, yeah, like the East is just, it's a top heavy conference. I think we all yeah. know that. Um, there's really only three or four teams that actually have a chance of winning the finals. So, yeah. All right. Moving on um, to the West. I think I have a couple more teams. One, two, three, four. Eh, I, have, I have five teams in my bubble in the West that I think can make the finals, but I left off. A bunch of teams that I think you're going to disagree with me on, but we'll see. So my West Finals bubble teams, no particular order. Denver, Minnesota, OKC. I can't believe I'm saying this. The Clippers and the Kings. Um, Okay, I actually... Notably, I am leaving off the Suns, the Lakers... Mavericks, Warriors, Pelicans, if you even want to count them. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, the only team I would maybe include still is the Warriors. I think Not the Suns or the Lakers. I'm out on the Suns right now. Wow, me too. I think, I think I'm... You want to I talk about them real quick? I'm down, so down. Yeah, okay. Because I'm glad think, we're in agreement on that. I think I'm really a, good off the Suns. I don't think this team is a finals contender at all. They're not it just it's it just doesn't work. Whatever it doesn't work. Like their often their scheme right now is like like it doesn't make sense what they're doing on offense. They know how to lose games. God forbid they had to play like 
the Mavericks or something, like in the playoffs, I think mm-hmm. they get ran off in four or five games. <laughs> like, there's just no, like, I don't know. I don't know the how to really describe with, it. I don't think it's yeah. chemistry as much as it's like just the drive that these other teams have. Like you look at the Thunder, like I, I like again staying on the Suns. I think it has to do with that they don't have that edge that everybody thought they did when they got KD. Yeah, my my biggest problems with the Suns are number one is. It reminds me of the Nets in terms of that their big three just never plays together because someone's always hurt. Yeah. And it's a long regular season. It's a grind. The playoffs come around and you don't have that luxury of missing two or three games because that's a playoff series. It's a best of seven. If you miss two games, that's gigantic. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't trust their health. And two is I, I hate their depth and their defense. I don't think... Yusuf Nurkic can be a, your starting center on a championship roster. I just don't. I mean, think about the centers that they're going to have to go up against in the in the West. Jokic, AD if the Lakers figure it out. Sabonis, um, Gobert, Gobert and Towns. Like even Zubak. All of those Zubak, centers yeah. are better than than Nurkic. He's not a good rim protector. He he's he. He's just he's not like slightly offensive minded, but not enough to make, but up not for enough his to defense. justify how bad he is yeah. on defense and his lack of rim protection. So their defense yeah. struggles. It's kind of like a pacer situation where like, they just, they just want to beat you like 145 to 135. You know what yeah. I mean? And they'll give up a bunch of points because they don't play defense in the playoffs. I mean, they <laughs> don't have a, they don't have one single good defender on the team. I mean, look at the team, Beal, Booker, Durant, who was once a really good defender, but I mean, he's, he's old not, now and he's, yeah, he's, he's got not. a million injuries. He, he's not that level of defender anymore. Nurkic, they don't have a single good defender on the team no. anymore. Grayson Allen is like, is pesky, but he's not a good defender. Yeah, he's annoying. He's <laughs> and and they have no depth. I mean, their bench is Eric Gordon and Akogi and Eubanks. And, and they all you know, they, they gutted their whole roster to get Durant. And now it's like, what are we left with? You know, Eric Gordon hates it there too. He's like come it, out and been like, "Why the hell am I not getting the ball?" It's like, yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. I, I don't I, I take agree. them seriously as a content. The only sort of saving grace or rationale you could have for them is like Booker and KD can go for eighty-five points combined in a single yep. game, which is which is true. They could, and they probably will for a game or two. But that'll fizzle out. We saw it last year. Um, they got smoked by the Nuggets. They won that one game when Booker and, and KD both went off. One and then game. after it's that, like it's you, like, what do we have? It, you can't like, just hope they're going to do that for four games or five exa- games. You can't keep up that sort of pace and, and output over a seven-game series. You just can't. Not against teams like Denver. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, that was a... <laughs> I'm glad we're both in agreement on that because... I don't take this Suns team as a serious contender at all. Neither do I. Which is I crazy to say, but... Like, think about that last year. Now, maybe not so much, yeah. but before the season saying that, I mean, jeez. Just quick flowers, though. I was the only one on OTD, I think, who took their under. Like, I was off from the get-go. Uh, oh, my um, God. I, I don't so even want to look at... To I, me think on I, <laughs> I think I've literally gotten every single one wrong so far. Like, on Probably. pace. But no, that's your... 
You you were you were okay. on it to an extent. Yeah. Okay. Um just really quickly another notable team I left off was the Lakers. What do you think about the Lakers? Am I crazy for that or do you think they can kind of turn this around and, and they're a finals team? Like it's oh it's tough to I was gonna put them in my Dan, they're in tenth place right now. They're five hundred. They're seventeen and seventeen. Like it doesn't seem like they're that bad. That's the thing. Like it seems like they can figure it out. I just they don't really have depth. They have this like perceived depth finally. Because I always see all the like Lakers like Twitter stuff, and it's like <laughs> I just don't trust a lot of those guys to perform outside of AD, who is playing out of his mind now, and they're still tenth. Mm-hmm. Like. I, I feel know. like we all really overrated their offseason when it's like, oh, they got Torian Prince and Gabe Vincent and uh, they re-signed all their guys, you know, Rui and Austin Reeves and like this team's loaded. I and think who we're I, talking I, about. I, I like, thought it was. And now it's like, all those guys are. Oh my God, like, they have Gabe Vincent. It's like. That, it's yeah, really he doesn't like, even play. He's horrible yeah. or he's hurt. And it's like Torian Reeves Prince hasn't really looked as good as he's looked uh, previously. And. Rui too, and D. Don't even get me started on D'Lo. It's like they have a bunch of guys who just aren't playing well, and who I think it's another. It's like the same story with the Lakers every, every year. It's, yeah. They go into the season with this team they think is really good. It doesn't work out. They're kind of like panicking because they're five hundred come like trade deadline, and they blow it up. We saw the same thing last year when they traded Russ and blew it up and got you know. Vandy and and Rui and all those guys and it worked. They made the Western Conference Finals. It worked, and I think the same exact thing is happening this year, where the team isn't as good as they thought it was going to be. And you know, LeBron, when things aren't going well, uh, he's going to blow it up and he's going to yeah. demand people to go. When you aren't playing well, he's going to kick you out of here. GM so dudes LeBron. like D'Lo, uh, Rui, maybe Reeves is on the block. Gabe Vincent's on the block. Like, I think this team might blow it up at the deadline. Um, so right now I have them out because I don't I don't think this is the finished product that we're gonna see come like April. Um, I think the team is gonna is gonna change up quite a bit. But as it stands right now, they're just they're a good defensive team, but their offense is so it's so sluggish and you're relying so heavily they on a 40 year old LeBron like James one, two dimensional. That's it. And it's, yeah. And they're not a good three point shooting team. They don't really have any shooters. Cam Reddish, another guy we didn't mention, like it, it's just not working can, offensively yeah. for them. Um, so they're outside of the bubble. I, I don't think they're a legit contender right now, unless they make some moves at the deadline. No, I, I, I agree with that. Definitely. They just, there's so many teams that can just, that know how to stop this team right now, this Lakers team that will be. They're twenty the third in offensive rating. Twenty third. Like, I mean, they're in the bottom quarter of the league. Like that's what I'm saying, it's crazy. Because Torian, they can't rely on Torian Prince in 2024. They like that's just it's borderline hilarious. Cam Reddish like, plays like big minutes for them. Crunch that, like you know, it's just not. It doesn't. It's make, not working, and it's like not a playoff. The West is too good. I mean. It, they're the tenth seed right now. They're in the last spot in the plan. Like this team was in the Western Conference Finals last year. So, yeah, I'm concerned about them. So I don't have them in my finals bubble right now. So moving on to the teams fair. that are in the bubble, though, um, Denver T Wolves, OKC Clippers, Kings. 
any team there you want to start with in particular? I'd be down to start with the Clippers, honestly. Take it away, dude. You were all in on them before I mean, the year, and I was and not. I, Take it away. The, the, the fear-mongering, too. When I know. That, that we were trying to, we were so. trying to, well, yeah, no, I we were was trying to guilt during trip the you. Se- during the season, when Harden went to the Clippers, and they sucked, and everybody was like, all right, here we go again. Like Harden's going to mm-hmm. like totally dismantle this team. And it's been the exact opposite. They're all kind of gelling, you know, granted everyone's healthy-ish. They're a deep, they're a deep team, whether we like it or not. And that goes a long way come playoffs. Yeah. You have your bigs, you have a pretty deep rotation. Like I, I yeah, they're fourth right now, like they're legit. Yep. Like, I think it started off rocky, but I think the Harden thing is kind of coming. Uh, you know, it, it's coming together now. Definitely. You have obviously Kawhi and Paul George, who Just I think, didn't think like, this was going to be the case before the season, but they're playing in all the games. They're playing. Yeah. They're not Thank you, Adam injured. Silver. They're not load managing. Like they're playing. Yeah. And when those two guys are playing, they're, you know, you top Kawhi and Paul 15 George. players in the top. Yeah. You have two yeah. top 20 guys in the league. Like this is kind of what we've been waiting for from them. And I don't know if they're going to keep Russell Westbrook come the deadline because I still if think that's do, kind of a wonky fit, a good, but he's a good piece. He's a bench piece. Yeah, He's that's a bench it. guy. He's a bench guy. And if he's cool with that role and he's not, you know, coming Harden. in there thinking he's the guy, like that's fine. But their starting lineup with Harden, man, PG Zubox. uh and Zubox and obviously like that's that's not a team I want to go up against in the in the playoffs. It's not. not They're scary I, to me right now. I'm loving how it's come together like with their squad, you know, they just like I said they're deep. Like yep. you had guys like there was a game I forget it was like a week or two ago like Amir Coffee stepped up and like was like Yeah. Playing yeah. big minutes, and yep. it's like if he's like their ninth or tenth option now, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love them. I yep. I'd put them right up there. My, my only it, it my only concern with them is one like what James Harden are you getting in the playoffs? Because talk about a guy who has just an awful playoff track record. Yep, but you know. Never when you have PG Paul, and, when you yeah. have PG and Kawhi, like you don't need Harden to give you thirty-five points and, and fifteen assists necessarily. He just can't be awful. He can't yeah. do what he did last year against the Celtics and you know nine points, eight turnovers, that kind of you know three for fifteen so from the field. When like he's doing his like yeah, and he doesn't try shindig. and he's turning the ball yeah. over and yeah, he's like you know being passive. He's not looking for a shot and yeah, it's so. That concerns me, but the team might just be good enough where it it doesn't even really matter. So, yeah, this team is a legit finals contender to me, and uh, I know you I think they can make some that. noise. I it, this might be the year for them. It really could. Um, so yeah, moving on. This <laughs> okay, OKC. I think like I didn't think this going into the season. I we all picked their over for their win total for the season, but I don't think any of us saw them being this good like right now right now 
this team can win the finals like this year, I think. Easily. Do you agree with that? 100%. Like, they're that after, good right now. After what it's been like maybe the past two weeks or so, they've had some unreal games to play. And they're just Did you see the Celtics game last night? Yes. They They beat the Celtics. They blew out Denver like a few games before that. Like this team is just here. I it's Chet is like already looks like he's been in the league five years. He's incredible. He's gonna win rookie of the year. He should. He definitely should. I hope they don't just give it to Wemby just because SGA, I mean can you MVP say enough? Candidate. I mean, he—he, he, like I mean, he's like a top seven player in the league now. It's crazy. I, I, I mean, I'd argue it's like crazy. top five. He's—he's he's just no. Yeah, I mean, and you have Jalen. You can't even Williams. argue with it. J Dub is awesome. They—they're. I looked it up before we we started recording. They're first in the league in three point shooting percentage and free throw percentage. So they do the little things well. They just the team is so talented. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good for him, man. Yeah. Honestly. He's done an amazing job. Like they're here now, they're deep. Um it it they're just a I'm scared of this team. Like I saw I watched them play the Celtics last night and I'm like, God damn, this team's a fucking problem. Like they are a problem. My only, only, only concern with them is Obviously, Chet's health, but like when Chet's not on the court, they're very small because their backup center is the other Jalen Williams, who's like yeah. six five. Yeah. So I think they could use some some big depth um, because they're just very small when Chet's not out there, and it killed them last year when he wasn't there. So, but other than that, man, this team is so legit. I just I completely caught off guard by how good they've been playing. Like I thought they were gonna come back down to earth when they've had this, you know, stretch of games. Like you said, the Nuggets game, I thought there's I was completely shocked. They yeah. blew the doors off Denver. Yeah. It's like Celtics were right, the Celtics were fully healthy. <laughs> like they didn't really have an excuse to lose and No. They just flat out beat them. Yep. Like Because they're that good. I think this team can hang with anyone, especially when their threes are falling. They yeah. can hang with anyone. Um, so yeah, I my I know they're super young, which is kind of like my only concern yeah. with them. That and their you know their lack of size at the center position, besides Chet. But maybe it doesn't matter that they're this young. You know, maybe this team is just ready right now. Right, um, that's the thing. Come playoff time, it's like that's that was what I was gonna say. It's like playoffs; it's a whole different atmosphere. We kind of they weren't young last year, but like <laughs> this Thunder team is giving me Kings vibes of last year, where it's like they're good. Yeah, like everyone knows they yeah. are good. Yeah, and they're it's good like, now. Yeah, yeah, and again, it's just we'll see. Come playoff time, like the Kings, they. They didn't win, but they proved themselves in the playoffs last year. Yeah. So I'm curious to see if the Thunder can do the same and, you know, win the first round and make a legit playoff run. Like you said, yeah. I know that's your that's your uh, team, Loki, I think, now. <laughs> right? That's your Yeah. That's your yeah. West squad. Yeah. Um okay. So 
next. Denver, obviously, reigning NBA champs. I still, okay, I still think the West goes through Denver. Okay. They've looked a little up and down this year. I don't think they've looked as dominant as they did last year, but I think this team is still, you know, kings of the West. Um, Jokic is the best player in the league. The world. <laughs> yeah. And their home court advantage is probably the best in the league. Their starting lineup of like Murray, Jokic, Gordon, um, who am I MPJ. missing? Uh, MPJ. MPJ and uh, K- KCP is okay. still one of like the better starting fives in the league. Um, so I, I, I may be a little lower on them compared to last year, but I, I still think that, that they are the favorites in the West. So I think it's theirs to lose still. I do too, to an extent. It's just, God, the West is, it's, it's, it's a slightly different team. They lost Bruce Brown. I know yeah. that's ridiculous that I'm bringing it up, but he made a huge difference. No, I mean, he was, he was so like, good for them. Yeah. So, it's just tough because we've seen this Nuggets team. We know how good they are. It's just the West is wide open, whether you like it or not right now. Like, mm-hmm. the West didn't get worse since last no. year. The West no. is ascended. In yeah. multiple facets, like multiple teams. It's way deeper. It's it's much better. So that yeah, obviously makes things do. tougher for them, but I still think that they uh I still think they're the team to beat in the West until uh proven otherwise. So yeah. yeah. Denver, pretty simple. Last two teams I have in the bubble are the T Wolves and the Kings. Um T Wolves have been I, I almost want to say I'm more shocked about the T-Wolves this year than I am OKC because I knew OKC was going to be good this year, and I think a lot of people did. I was not seeing this from the T-Wolves. I thought this team was kind of not done, but yeah, just kind of a mess and not really to be taken seriously. But boy, this team is just a problem. They are, I checked, they're second in defensive rating in the league um, this year. Because I think they figured out this Towns Gobert thing. Finally, yeah. it looked like it was one of the worst trades and one of the worst sort of like fits, duos like, in the yeah. yeah fits in the league exactly. And I don't know what happened, but like they figured it out. They're first in defensive rating, actually. The T Wolves are, and then obviously just, Ann Edwards, and oh he's God, incredible. Uh, he is. He yeah, is this team's just, legit. They they fit. They check every box you want for a team to go deep in the playoffs. You have a bona fide score. You have a vet point guard that doesn't do anything he doesn't need to do. You have literal deep hoy. Yeah, Conley is... I mean, Conley not Conley. Doesn't do uh, any, yeah. yeah, I was no, going to say... Conley is like Con- great for them. Exactly. He's that vet you need. Mm-hmm. Gobert is Gobert. At this point, you're like Gobert's he, having one of like his better seasons of his career this year. Exactly. I mean, he's going to win Depoy again, again. 
Like, yeah. And it's not even like, oh, Rudy Gobert really again. Like, because no, he doesn't he's need, like deserving of it. <laughs> he doesn't need to do anything on offense. That's the thing to your point on Towns. Towns is, it's just the yin and yang between those two finally yeah. worked out. Yeah. At least so far this year. And it's just awesome to watch. Like, I, you know me, I'm yeah. a huge T-Wolves fan. And it's like. Yeah, I know. You're Wolves. I, That's why I know. I, it's it's crazy. Like. It's crazy. That fin- Chris Finch, too, just locking down that team. They just, they, it seems like they all love it there now, which is awesome Yeah, right. That was like the problem with them is like they. It felt like they had no chemistry yeah. in there. Ant there just weren't any. Like, yeah, yeah there just weren't any adults like, in the room. Wanna, yeah, he's like, I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, like, like you know what I mean. What, like, yeah, there was no leadership. <laughs> yeah, there was no leadership. It was just so immature. But I feel so like this Mc, year they realize like they have something special going on, and they all they need to like lock Jayden in and McDaniels. be adults. Yeah, he's the, who he's the is fit. great. Yeah, just a solid guy. Just yeah, great defender. Um. So no, yeah, they I'm not are familiar with their force bench. this year. It's like is it slow mo and Nas Reed. Oh my Nas god, Nas Reed's dude. awesome. Nas Reed. Yeah, he's, Nas Reed. He's, he's another slow-mo. guy that adds to their defensive rating off the bench. Yep. He just it's crazy. I mean, they're bigs it, with dude. Reed Towns and Gobert. It's just insane. Love it's insane. It, so slow mo, yeah. another vet off the slow-mo. bench. That's just great to have. Like yeah. So. Yeah. Not much more to say there. That's I I like them just as much as the Nuggets. If I'm picking wow. a one, more than OKC, slightly over OKC. I would if I had to pick. Oh God, it's hard actually because I didn't even <laughs> talk about the Clippers. It's tough. Those I would say are my four, definitely. Okay. Over who am I forget? I would I would slightly put them over the Kings. And then oh, yeah. I yeah. put the Warriors at that next tier. Yeah. Okay. That you didn't mention. Because I know you mentioned. No, I, I think the Warriors fi- are not making the finals. I, I, I guess we're really opposed I, on that, but I think they're done. I don't think they're totally done. I just Damn. think. What have you seen from them? I mean, I mean, this year has been a disaster for them. No, I know. Complete and utter disaster. And you still but think they have like a second gear with Draymond still out? No word on him. Clay Thompson and Wiggins are just absolutely horrendous suck. now. I know they, they suck, suck. To but put it, I, I'm bluntly. going under the impression that they are literally at their minimum right now. There's no possible. They can't way get they much can worse. That's my. I know, thought but right now. like, what makes you think they're going to be any better though? I just I mean, think who they is can the make second best player on their team now? Do they have one? I I, I couldn't I even saw, name you the second best player on their team. Is they're, it? They're going to need it, uh, to be. It's going to. Sorry, guys. <laughs> maybe, it, maybe it's Kaminga. I don't know. It, maybe or um, Pods. Pods. <laughs> you know, oh pods. yeah, Bra- yeah. Braden. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> I mean, Chris My Paul's not is working this, out the, for them either. The only thing Ugh. I'm going to say is they're going to need to, like, we really don't need to talk about the Warriors that much. My take is they need to pull a Heat-type run where they're going to be the seventh or eighth seed and shock somebody in the first round. Because yeah. there is, whether we like it or not, there's going to be a bunch of parity going into this West playoff. Because we're going to see the seeds 
And we're going to be like, oh man, these are some tough draws for some really good teams. Yeah. Like, just think. Yeah, I guess their best chance is to just kind of like sneak up on someone. Like, they're like, oh, the Warriors are dead. The dynasty's over. Like, we're not taking them seriously. And they just kind of sneak up on you. But that's the only thing. I don't even know if they're going to get there, Dan. They're in 11th right now. They're not even in the play in right now. So. We'll see with them, but okay, we'll see. My two cents. Last, yeah, last team. The more I think about it, the more I actually don't. I I have the Kings, but I I don't think they can make the finals this year. I think the West all got better and the Kings kind of stayed the same, which is fine. The Kings are a good team and I think they can win a playoff series, but I don't think they're good enough to make the finals. I thought last year was probably um, their best chance. Um, because it's the same exact team and the West all just got better. Um, so I, I don't think this team can make the finals actually now that I'm thinking about it. What do you think? I, I agree. I think Keegan Murray ascended. He's nice now. Um, Keegan's a hit for them. Yeah. Keegan's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I had, I, I that I can take an L on that. I didn't think he was going to be like, no, I don't think anyone did. He's, He's a bucket. Um, um, yeah, Sabonis Fox, that combo's lethal. Um, like you said, I, d- I just don't think they got better. No. Where, uh, they like, didn't really do anything in the offseason, and they brought back Harrison Barnes, and I wanted them to do something with that spot and get someone else, but they didn't they did add not, anything. It's the same keep- exact team, and I think this team took the league by storm last year, but now everyone kind of knows what they are, and I think they're more equipped to handle them i don't think they're gonna sneak up on on everyone like they did last year like no one saw this team coming and that went that voted well for them and now it's like we kind of know what this team is and we know how to play them and stuff so i think sabonis i i would like to see them get a center and probably play sabonis at the four i don't just because sabonis defensively at the five is is really just La, dude he's not yeah it's yeah. kind of bad he can't really guard other teams opposing centers he's he not kinda, that kind of stunk too in the playoffs yeah he did no good he, as big he, time big time like so, he got exposed in that warrior series he was he was pretty bad um but you know i i, I think they can win a playoff series maybe two but i think kind of the semis would be this team ceiling um yeah, I don't think this team is actually a contender in the West. I think um, it's just too much of the same as last year, and they couldn't even win a playoff series last year. So what? What with a better Western Conference, why all of a sudden could they make a finals run? It doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Um, so no, yeah, I guess. If on, Herder, you know. Malik Monk is a good six man, though. Oh yeah, he's great. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I agree. I think. I think that core four right now is probably, if I had to pick, it would be the Clippers. And that the thing is, unlike the East, I cannot put an order to this as much as I want no. to. Yeah, like I yeah. lean the T Wolves just because inherent bias. But you, the Clippers look so good. Yeah, the Thunder look outstanding. It's like, <laughs> like you need that type of like I don't care how young we are. Like it's our time now. And they could just go yeah. on a run in the playoffs. Yeah. And then the Nuggets, who are the favorite. Mm-hmm. And it's like you could just see another ho hum. They're just back in the Western Conference Finals. Like I, I don't know. It's it's just yeah. 
Yeah, I'm pretty comfortable with Denver, Minnesota, OKC, and Clippers is kind of like my finals bubble in the West. Um, like you said, we'll see kind of where the Lakers and Warriors and Suns, I guess, kind of go from here and what where their seasons sort of uh, play out. We didn't shot Mavericks. Deadline. The Mavericks, Mavericks yeah, I don't. Yeah. I mean, the Mavericks are literally just Luka. He's just like unbelievably good. It's just like kind of yeah. ridiculous how good he is. I mean, you kind of just laugh at his box scores. It's it's yeah. it's ludicrous. I mean, that team is just all Luka, yeah, and he's just carrying the hell out of them. No, exactly. I don't take him seriously they, at all. It'll be like, oh, I played okay tonight, and he like yeah. 48, 15, and 12. Like, yeah, and like, you know, that team goes as far as Luka's going to carry them, you know? So I don't think they're an actual finals contender. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. Uh, anything else you wanted to touch on there? Or? No, I think... I think that covers the West pretty well. Yeah, we covered a lot. Yeah. Um, so like there's the nothing sun, else. I, I like think we can wrap. Roast. I like that little sun yeah. roast too. Yeah, was... we're out. We're out on the suns. Stamp it so. in pen. <laughs> Write it yeah. down in pen. Sign it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. I'm. You good? I'm good with that. that was, yeah, we hit it. That was solid. All right. Oh was, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that was a solid amount all of time right. too. We'll wrap it up then. Uh, thank you all for listening. Yes, sir.